Today is Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding. On today's episode, NKU will not oversee Northern Kentucky charter schools. Attorney General urges FCC to reduce and take action against fraudulent phone numbers. Former Covington Boxing Gym renovated into apartments and commercial space. And Thomas More updating softball field. The Link Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CBG Airport. CBG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years. And to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long Travel Dreams sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CBG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CBG's 50-plus nonstop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cbgairport.com cbg75. NKU will not oversee Northern Kentucky charter schools, reported on by Mark Payne. A charter school pilot is coming to Northern Kentucky, but the region's largest university will not be its authorizer. Northern Kentucky University Board of Regents declined to take action Tuesday to be the authorizer, the institution that can approve, deny, and oversee a charter school, ending months of speculation about a project for which they initially didn't know they were even involved. In declining to take action, the university effectively declined to be the authorizer. Instead, local school boards will be required to put forward two members from each local board of a school district located in a county that contains four or more local school districts. These members will become the substitute pilot project authorizer. When House Bill 9, which created a funding mechanism for charters and created the state's pilot school charter program, first appeared in the legislature in March, NKU said they didn't know anything about their inclusion. Once the university learned of its role, it spent $5,000 lobbying to change the bill's language. NKU spent the ensuing months up to the January 1, 2023 deadline researching other universities that act as authorizers in their state to decide whether or not they would accept the role, one that would have seen them gain a 3% fee from the district where they approve a charter. Governor Andy Bashir told Link NKY Monday that he isn't in favor of charter schools and doesn't think they're the solution to some of the state's educational woes. All you do in charter schools is create potential haves versus have-nots, Bashir said, elaborating that he believes in public school educators while lamenting the Republican-dominated legislature for putting the state 44th in teacher pay. NKU's Faculty Senate issued a statement at the November 28th Board of Regents meeting that said it opposes the university becoming a charter school authorizer for five reasons, with the first two saying that if NKU acts as an authorizer, it doesn't align with the mission and vision of the university, and it conflicts with its core values of diversity, equity, and inclusion. The Faculty Senate also said they are unequivocal in their support for excellence in public education across the continuum. Lastly, they say that charter schools have a mixed track record of support for all students and their success. Attorney General urges FCC to reduce and take action against fraudulent phone numbers, reported on by Link NKY staff. On Monday, Attorney General Daniel Cameron joined a bipartisan coalition of 51 attorneys general in urging the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, to continue its efforts to reduce unwanted text messages from fraudulent numbers. As we work with our state and federal partners to crack down on illegal robocalls, scammers are increasingly using text messages to perpetuate scams, 
Cameron said. Today, we asked the FCC to adopt new policies to help us stop scammers from sending unwanted text messages to Kentuckians. In 2021, the FCC received more than 15,000 consumer complaints about unwanted texts, and in 2020, scammers stole more than $86 million through frauds perpetrated via text messages. In their letter, the attorneys general support the FCC's proposed rule, which would require mobile wireless providers to block unlawful text messages at the network level if they originate from invalid, unassigned, or unused numbers, and from numbers on a do-not-originate DNO list. The coalition also asked the FCC to continue urging the U.S. wireless industry to develop caller ID authentication technology for text messages to protect consumers from text scams and to aid law enforcement in their investigations. Former Covington boxing gym renovated into apartments and commercial space, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. A former boxing gym in Covington has been transformed into 15 newly renovated apartments and two street-level commercial spaces. Located in an L-shaped building at 809 and 811 Madison Avenue, Shamrock Gym was the epitome of an old-school boxing gym. A 1995 Kentucky Post article described the gym as a hole in the wall with broken windows, holes in the plaster ceiling, and heavy bags with ripped covers. Today, the space is a prime example of adaptive reuse in Covington. The building that formerly housed a 17 by 17 foot canvas boxing ring now features apartments with granite countertops, stainless steel appliances, and tiled showers. The complex has one, two, and three bedroom apartment options for renters. Some units have large windows that look out into the historic streetscapes of Madison Avenue and 8th Street, while others feature decks that look north over the city. Part of the financing for the renovation came from the City of Covington's Upper Floor Residential Rehab Program which assists owners of mixed-use properties in renovating the vacant upper-floor space of their buildings into quality rental housing. The federally funded program provided $20,000 per unit to the owner and developer, D&M Company, LLC, in the form of a deferred-slash-forgivable loan. Since 2014, 38 rental units have been completed through the city's upper-floor rehab program, with projects in the Central Business District, the Riddle Corner area of Latonia, and Lewisburg. Thomas Moore Updating Softball Field, reported on by Evan Dennison. New division, new look. As has been the case for multiple athletic facilities at Thomas Moore University, the softball field will also be getting a makeover, turning it from a field into a complex. Turf is coming to the outfield, as are turfed batting cages, two turfed bullpens, a new scoreboard, netting along the third base line, a new outfield fence with windscreen, new backstop and netting, set bleachers, and concrete walkways. In addition, a new locker room and concessions building also come with the renovation. This upgrade continues our commitment to elevating the reputation and brand of Thomas More Athletics as we begin our transition to the NCAA Division II and to create a student experience that is designed for success in the classroom and on the field, Thomas More President Joseph L. Chillo said. The project is expected to be completed by June 2024. They'll continue to play on the field through the renovation according to the university. And those are the headlines we are following for Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. This is the final week of publication for the Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast. 
we will be signing off after our Friday, December 16th publication. Link NKY is using this time at the end of the year to retool some of our publications and come back in 2023 with more news for you in the formats you want. So thank you to the listeners who've supported this podcast. I'm grateful to have shared this space with you. And remember, for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit linknky.com.